Hello and welcome back to another slightly long-awaited uh, episode of The Edge, the Lure Fishing Rodcast with myself, Adam Jones, and my very good friend, Brett Davis. How are you, Brett? I'm good, Adam. How are you, sir? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, to be honest, kind of buzzing. I've had a great, great evening, which we'll touch on um, touch on later on, I guess. But um, yeah, happy, happy, happy days all around. How's things with you? Very good, sir. Yeah, very good. It's been uh, a relaxing day. I haven't, uh, I haven't really cracked on with much, but I've spent plenty of time browsing through perchy, fishy photographs. So I'm in a good frame. I'm in a good frame of mind. <laughs> you were, you were servicing your new addiction of. Um, of kind of photo editing the kind of colors on perch photo photos right it's a i would say a more refound um addiction rather than new but yeah this is back with a vengeance <laughs> yeah i wanted to say i wanted to say photoshop but that's the wrong it's the wrong um you're into enhancements you're like a you're like a perchy plastic surgeon. yeah i mean it, i refer it to uh, refer to it as that uh, <laughs> it's um it's good it is very good i mean you've uh you've had a look at a couple of mine from tonight and uh they are in a different league that's for that's yeah for sure. so I've, I've refined refined a few techniques over the course of uh of the lockdown um while i haven't been able to get on the bank i've just been pretending i'm on the bank by looking at pictures so <laughs> there you go that's it's two minutes and four seconds before we mentioned the word lockdown yeah um yeah it, it's incredible. That's probably the longest that I've gotten in real life without mentioning the word lockdown or COVID. Um, there we go. Two minutes, 16 seconds. COVID. Um, <laughs> what are we going to do when we're not talking about COVID every day? I think we'll have to make it into a new word um, oh, that we just add into every day. I'll be rejoicing when I, when I no longer hear the word lockdown every other minute, my friend. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what. Well, I, I guess first thing to say is Happy New Year to everybody. It's, uh, it's been a few weeks since we've done a done a podcast and uh new year new lockdown second or third time we've mentioned it um but yeah crazy i mean obviously we haven't recorded anything for the last few weeks because you know we were fishing then we weren't fishing then we were fishing again then we weren't allowed to go fishing and it was christmas and it's just been it's been pretty crazy hasn't it um yeah it's been all over the back. shop all over the shop <laughs> it has i mean First and foremost, it would be remiss, I guess, not to mention the amazing work the guys at the Angling Trust did. I know we mentioned it in a previous podcast, but yeah. fair play to Jamie and Martin and all of the team. Um, you know, I think it's it's an incredible thing that they've managed to achieve. And they have done what a lot of sporting um, kind of governing bodies haven't been able to do. You know, if I was a golfer looking at what the Angling Trust have managed to achieve, and I am, uh, a golfer luckily obviously a fishing golfer i would be absolutely livid that i'm not allowed to walk around a golf course by myself um but obviously we can get out and go fishing and that's because those guys in the angling trust have lobbied and done the right things at the right times to make sure that the government u-turned unbelievably um within 24 hours so that we could get out locally um and safely for everybody's kind of Health and fitness, but mental health as well, which is amazing. Oh, it's superb, really, isn't it? I mean, uh, when I managed to winkle a, a little session the other day, someone came up and stood, you know, obviously two metres away from me, um, and we were having a little chat about uh, about fishing and how it's still allowed. And the first one of the first things they said was, you know, they're a golfer and they were furious. 
<laughs> you know, but uh, I, obviously I told him to take up fishing. You know, what else can he do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's nothing else to be said, is there? Yeah, it's, it's no, crazy. absolutely and, not. You know, it's um, it is absolutely mental. And I think, you know, like I said, fair play for so many reasons. And I think we've got to try and, as we've mentioned on our phone conversations, we're trying to be positive about it and try and use the fact that we've got that headspace to go out and go fishing as a as a way to stay positive and not get too bogged down in the the mental health side of you know. Let's not go into too much detail, but you know, it's it's a tough time, isn't it, for lots of people. We all go through ups and downs, but, you know, we've seen it lots on, on Facebook and on our Instagrams of people having tough days. And I guess, you know, via this type of, you know, community of social media fishing and the podcast and the channels and all the various things that we've, we're doing, you know, let's all just try and stay positive, look after each other and be safe on the bank. But let's, you know, really use the fact that we've got that headspace to get out locally is probably my my main takeaway would you agree yeah 100 it's uh the best pressure release there is right you know just a even an hour on the bank even 45 minutes half an hour on the bank is better than uh spending no time there at all right exactly yeah. exactly especially if you couple that with 12 hours of uh you know going through <laughs> google maps and reading through various magazines and all of the other stuff that goes alongside it it's um it's definitely the ultimate way to take the load off. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve hours a day for half we, an hour. Yeah, fishing, we yeah. Any, yeah, yeah. We don't do any no. of that. Any of that thing. No. <laughs> um, I think that's probably why the short session thing kind of is so difficult to believe sometimes. I mean, like it's like tonight. I was, I think I went fishing for forty-five minutes, and you know we'll touch on it later on. But you know, forty-five minutes in the right place with the right research that we've touched on in the previous podcasts can make a huge difference to your outcomes um and doing that regularly really does make a difference so there's no better time than lockdown to get to those local places that you would otherwise you know not go to because you think i'm gonna wait and have a full day at my favorite spot that's further away or whatever you know take this time to have those regular hour sessions um you know obviously you can only go out once a day so you know make make an hour in the morning or an hour in the evening and go and make the most of it because um, it definitely pays off. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, with this lockdown, I've caught fish local to me, which I didn't even know existed. So yeah, it's definitely mm. yeah, it's definitely worth worth hammering those local spots. Don't don't panic about not being able to travel as of yet. You'll be able to eventually. Um, just see what you can find under your nose. Yeah, yeah, and it, this is this is the time when you know we're gonna find these things that we never would have researched and found before necessarily. And then you'll always know. You'll always know that they're there or they're not there. Um, you'll, you know, you'll know your local waters inside out. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting times. But I guess, you know, pushing through, you know, past this this thing, we're going to touch on different sessions and pre-lockdown, post-lockdown. I know that Wales feel like they've been in lockdown since 1964. Um, <sighs> <laughs> so. We'll um we'll kind of touch on on all of that, but my my first question to you, Brett, is 2021. Without mentioning the word COVID or lockdown, uh, what is your fishing resolution? What's your big goal for the year? Well, it's the same as last year. It's, actually, no, this time last year I was hoping to catch a three pound perch. This year it's a four pound perch. <laughs> Good man, and I absolutely know you can, especially you know, in that kind of last few weeks that we're going to have before the end of the season um, where, you know, fingers crossed, I'm not going to mention the the L word, but fingers crossed 
there's a bit more scope um i've got no doubt that you can you can get yourself on one because uh i've i've heard a little rumor from uh, from ryan dabs that you have actually obviously you've you've shaved your beard yeah um yeah We've spoken about on the podcast, but I'm still pretty sure somebody's stolen your phone and is taking photos of Perch um, and posting them up and that you don't want to say anything because, you know, obviously then you'd have to go to the police and there might be other incriminating things on your phone. So you're just pretending that it's you, but actually it's not you. It's an imposter. Is that correct? Well, what was it that Ben said on Instagram earlier on? You know, Ben, um, he said... If someone had stolen your phone, then they wouldn't be catching the perch that you're catching at the moment. So it's still me. It's still me. Stop it. See, I'm still convinced that last one that you had, where the first time you put it up, and I still can't look at it. Um, but you know, you you sent me across the photo, and I was convinced that somebody had mugged you on the bank, stolen the perch, taken a photo of themselves with the perch. Obviously, no perch were were harmed in the making of this story. Um, <laughs> But that's what I think happened. And then they gave you a phone back and then they ran off. Obviously, in, in the meantime, they also stole your banana bait jacket. Yeah. And then gave that back as well. Um, best. Yeah. 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 And then they shaved your beard off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish it was true because then I could explain yeah. it so much easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got, I've got literally so many things to talk about with this. I've had so many of the guys kind of messaging me being like, you know, what's going on with Brett? Did he catch a four pounder? Is he feeling okay? <laughs> you know, I've had to feel quite, I've had to feel quite a lot of, you know, mental health questions and, and you know, a, a serious, serious things where people are really worried about you. And, and you know, I, sometimes I think I fall into the same bracket because did you catch a four pound perch? No, I didn't. No, no. So why did you shave your beard off? <laughs> I didn't realise that everyone had such an attachment to something that was attached to my face. This is. This is <laughs> It's ridiculous. So people, you know, obviously latched onto this. And now the latest, um, you've heard it here on the podcast, the latest um, promise from Brett is that when he finds a four pound perch, you are going to shave your hair off, correct? Yes. Not, bit, let me clarify, bit, not Beck, not, not, not down to the bone, not down to the wood, but I'm going to number two it. Clarifying, no, you can zuzzer it. You can zuzzer it, but like right at the bottom of the zuzzer. Oh, it's gonna be full. It's gonna be full zuzzered. Yeah, yeah, full zuzzered. That's it. Yeah. But there's no, there's no number this, number that. Just like bare zuzzer. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. A bit crazy. I don't want to see you putting shaving foam on your head. Nobody wants to see that. Um, <laughs> but would like <laughs> the reason I say it is because at some point I'm sure I'm going to have to do it through no, uh, no planning of my own. But um. Yes, so that is, you've heard it here first, uh, a Rodcast official um, news, breaking news story. Brett will shave his head when he catches a four-pound perch. Can I just get confirmation of that? Yeah, confirmation achieved. Yeah. Fair play, Ryan, for um, A, extracting that piece of information, and B, seconding the, uh, the information to me so that I could then press Brett from the other side. Fair play. Um, I... <laughs> I applaud you, and uh, and this is big. I'm I'm looking forward uh, to. To be honest, the only thing I hope is that the beard is back because nobody needs to see you with no hair and no beard. I mean, that would be that that would be enough for me to. I just cry. I think I just sit there in tears the whole the whole evening. <laughs> it would be a strange, strange thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm still living in like one of those. Have you seen those YouTube videos where the dads like shave their beard off and then go and see a baby that they've had for 12 months and the baby just cries? Yeah, it doesn't recognize them. Yeah, cries their eyes out. That's where I'm at. I still look at those photos. Obviously, whilst we're all listening to you, it's still Brett. But when I look at the photos, I just cry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, moving swiftly on. So that's I'm glad we've I'm glad we've cleared that one up. Um, So obviously we are in this one wonderful world of of lockdown Um, pre lockdown in England and obviously still lockdown in Wales. Let's be honest. Um, We had a couple of fairly decent sessions, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I managed to find, as I briefly mentioned earlier on, a few nice fish close to me, and I'm still finding a few fish close to me as well, and you haven't done too bad yourself, have you? No, well, I mean, we did have... It's the last podcast. This this almost seems... a cra- it, it does make the story more crazy, the fact that it's literally one conversation, essentially, well, one recorded conversation... We spoke about the uh, the smallmouth chub, aka my um, my putback British record days, um, yeah. that you you know proceeded to rib me about for for many weeks. Um, yeah. yeah, and and I, I can't remember how you described it. Was it positive negativity you've described your Posi- Yeah, positive negativity. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, copyright the fishist. Yeah, TM TM Brett Davis. Um, so you gave me an awful lot of positive negativity and uh, and absolutely tore it out of me for a couple of weeks, including on the podcast and obviously a lot more private um, drubbing as well. Um, so I <laughs> I put you know quite a lot of time <laughs> into going back to the swim where I'd I'd lost the fish, and I am very happy to say that I found quite a few days um, of a decent size, but an absolute monster um, on a crazy, crazy session that, you know, has since um, ended up in the Angling Times. Thank you very much. Uh, Indeed, well done, third of the cap. Thank you, mate. mate. Another another Drennan cap, um, which, (laughs) you know, is not something that I ever thought I would say. And to be honest, is one of those fish that it's taken me quite a long time to get my head around. But basically, a short version of the story is I caught a one-pound ace. Um, which, that's, that's all you need, right? <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, to second on the story, obviously the the swim we spoke about before. You know, it's, it's got a moped in the middle of this little kind of river, and there's two riffles running off either side of this moped. And I was fishing the inside line, and I had a nice dace, and I mean, probably nine, ten ounces, something like that, just big enough to not feel fully comfortable about swinging it in, and um, then I fished the far kind of the far riffle of this moped and um, right at the end of this small pool, just as it started going up to about two foot, the float buried down, I set the hook and just couldn't believe that it was a dace. To start off with, I, I thought anything other than a dace, it felt like a grayling. It was kiting across the swim, a couple of head shakes and then kiting across the swim. And then it turned on the top and, yeah, exactly the same as what we spoke about before, except this time I knew what I was looking for and um, slipped the net under an absolute monster. And, you know, God knows whether it's the same fish. There's obviously a chance that, that it is, but I think I would like to think that there's more than one. And um, very, very difficult to say whether the one that I had before was the same size, bigger or, or slightly smaller. But what a creature. Um, and... This- 
just yeah. un- unbelievable, man. I mean, you, you sent that picture to me and my phone fell out of my hand and my jaw fell off my face, you know. It was just, <laughs> what, still, what an animal, you know, just... I still love oh. the story of you telling your dad. And, I, you know, your dad's done a lot of river fishing, hasn't he? Um, yes, he has indeed, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a typical typical response from him. When yeah. uh, when he caught said this, yeah. and he called so, you a he so called you a jammy a jammy young man. Yeah, so was, yeah. Welsh um, fatherly, you know, way to react, isn't it? Just uh, yeah, what a jammy young man. Positive negativity <laughs> at its best. I can see where you learn <laughs> from. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, so that was and to be fair, it's like I said, the enormity of it didn't really well, it, it did, but you know, there's I've had a load of nice messages from loads of people about it. Um, and I think, you know, it is, it, it's one of those fish that people are surprised that it's a pound, if that makes sense. Um, and I couldn't care less <laughs> how, no. how big it is. And I think lots of people thought it was much bigger than it is. And who knows what it looks like come the end of the season when they're getting ready to spawn. And I know that I will be sat in that swim blanking, um, probably never, never to see it again. But um, I'll certainly give it a go <laughs> later on in the season. Um, yeah, you've got to try you got to yeah. try. I think it moves me on to, to my fishing kind of resolution for the year now, which is to um, to try and find myself a, a decent-sized river roach. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research um, into various bits and bobs, and I think obviously we know that, you know, the lure fishing is front and foremost in our mind, but the trotting side of it has really taken hold for me, and I'm taking that kind of short session mentality into, into trotting, and... I know of a few places relatively local um, that I can get out with a, with a chance of a decent fish. Um, who knows? So that's, uh, that's my fishing, fishing resolution for the year. Um, obviously yours is to shave your head. I mean, get catch a four pound um, perch. So uh, <laughs> enough of the days, obviously we're not here to talk about too many coarse fish. We're here to talk about the, uh, the lure fishing side of things. So talk us through your local, your local perch before obviously the English lockdown started. Um, well, I I'd up a yeah a little water local to me, not so little, but um, it's not immediately obvious to be honest when you look at it, maps. Yeah. Um, and decided to uh, decide to have a pop on there for a special fish which I'd heard rumored of in the past. Um, I've actually mentioned it on my little blog website and uh, before. Um, it's an old cooling pond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for our standard industrial past in the valleys, and it's just thrown up a lot of nice fish for me, to be honest. Um, all on heavy chebs. I've had a couple of uh, I've had a couple of specimen perch. The nicest one was coming in at two pounds and thirteen ounces. So not as big as earlier on in the season. Not as big as the the uh, the shoal pre lockdown, but still, you know, to find a fish like that local is just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that uh, that is a that is literally a prime example of what we're saying before about a venue that, you know, as we've discussed quite a few times privately, it's very um daunting as a venue. And yeah. for that reason you would probably push away from it, even though you know the daunting nature of it means that you would, you know, try and go somewhere else. Whereas this has forced you into, you know, exploring something that is massive and yeah fair play and uh, you know i think the big ones the big ones will come I and mean, they're still you know like you said you've you've banked a good solid four or five fish now and there's more i think there's more to come oh 100 100 there's uh there's big fish in there 
I mean, let's be let's be fair. The, the biggest one I've had was a big fish. I mean, that was close to forty-five centimeters. But there's uh, so I've heard of a forty-eight. Wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Yeah! 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 So. You know, I mean, they're not as uh, they're not as bloated as the the pigs you've got down with you, but uh, it's still going to be a pretty big fish. Like <laughs> there's no, there's no, those signal crayfish, which I'm sure in the long term is a is a much better thing. But that's uh, that's where these bad boys get their their henchness from, isn't it? Absolutely, man. Absolutely, eating all sorts of it, but mainly crayfish. <laughs> yeah, which obviously we love because we can target those bigger fish on methods that you know, a lot of other people will struggle to pick them up because those slower, right on the bottom methods that we've talked about loads of times, um, you know, that's why the bigger perch is owning in. They're just lazy. It's just pure laziness, isn't it? So it's definitely, um, it's crazy times. But so the, in terms of that, you're, you're still fishing slow on the bottom. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I've scaled, scaled everything up really. Um, so fishing sort of 10 gram chebs, um, I've even thought and dabbled with a bit of drop shot in. I can't do any power power drop shot in. Power drop shot in. No, we we have yeah. discussed power drop shot. That's that I think is no, I don't think. You know it's a joke. I it's a method that works, just not a method that I spend a load of time uh, messing around with. I like things slow, but I can't deal with them not moving too much. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously we know lots of people who, who decimate on a drop shot, don't we? We do. Um, we do. <laughs> yeah. just but not uh, for you, I I just can't for, for some reason. I just you know, I, I suppose I haven't really spent the uh, the amount of time that I that I should really if I if I really want to see results with it. But yeah, it's there for the future. <laughs> yeah, and I think it, it's again it goes back to what we were saying probably in episode one, two, three. Or- Four, maybe five. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but um, you know, the, it's getting your head around the presentation of it as well, isn't it? And I think we're now getting to that stage where it's not necessarily the classic drop shot that we're thinking about. It's you know a much more scaled up version, almost like a kind of uh, a larger Nico Jika. You know, there's so many different yeah. ways of taking something off the bottom. And a power drop shot slightly longer can give us potentially some options. However, neither of us have tried it yet. No, no. Um, I'm, and I mean, this so this venue is exposed as well. So I'm looking at sort of like 10 to 12 gram drop shot weights. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, and, that's, and- it's, it's, it's what, you know, the likes of Tom and Kev and the guys that are fishing the reservoirs regularly, you know, it, it is what they're doing on the reservoirs off the boats, isn't it? So... It's um, yeah. just the fact that you're going to be doing it in reverse off of the bank on a big piece of water. It's, you know, it makes, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? And just gives you that extra, it does. It does. extra thing. And I, I, you know, there's, there's a side, I mean, you know, I'm even thinking about getting a little drop shot clip on one of my rods and, you know, maybe carrying two, one with a drop shot, one with, you know, Oh, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah it's it's an interesting one isn't it um it's uh it, it's, it's definitely a method that can work it's definitely a method that can work so at the moment you're fishing you're fishing big chebs fishing creature baits goats shads on the yeah yeah a lot of goats loving the goats at the moment as uh as i know you are as well yeah i think you're definitely 
you're definitely finding a lot more with them than I am. I guess the bit we were talking. So you know, I've still, I still, as you know, love a, a standard TRD finesse TRD. Um, I love the profile. I love the length. I, I just think it, especially on a skirt jig, um, you know, it's a brilliant bait. And I think if I then scale backwards, I I go my immediate go tos would be a ticklers or a bugs. Um, yeah. For kind of width of profile versus you know obviously those kind of um, tickly tickly bits on the end of the ticklers for want of a better um, <laughs> phrase uh, and um, you know th those would be my go-tos mostly because they work and you know I, I can kind of rotate through versions of that if I want a bit more action in the tail then I'll put on a, a slim swims and fish it on a Ned um, and fish mm -hmm. it as kind of through the water and down through the water and down um, however what the goats do is exactly that they give you action in the tail and on the drop and on the flutter that you just can't get from any of those other classic ned baits um other than putting a shad on and if you put a shad on you lose the body width usually um unless you go up to a, a certain size in which case you start getting into a different profile whereas for me and i think you're in the same boat i mean i i had a session uh last week where Again, I was casting through an area that just looked so good for a bite. I'd had a few fish there the night before and thought, you know, this is going to work. And then flipped across to a goat after 10 casts. And within one cast, I've got a fish on. Um, you know, and it's there's something to that, isn't there? Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, when I did a bit of dabbling on that on the river before, when I was allowed in a small window, that, uh, that, paddle those little double paddles on the back were definitely triggering bites um while i was just allowing that lure to sort of trickle down in the flow yeah 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 no i think you know um... I, I mean obviously the lures the lures moving in the flow anyway but i just you know i tried the same i did try the same thing with the bugs and it just didn't get the response that that the, the, the goats got so you know there's definitely uh something in that little bit of extra movement with those uh, little feedies yeah i love it <laughs> there, there definitely is there definitely is so um Awesome, man. Awesome. And I guess, you know, we'll, we'll move on to some more kind of post lockdown stuff in a sec. Um, I had one session before lockdown where I went out again, trotting for, for grayling and managed, yeah. managed a PB grayling, um, which, you know, in grayling terms is not the biggest fish in the world, but two pound, one ounce. Um, and an that absolute is. gorgeous <laughs> scale, perfect, big fin, male, dark, just everything you want from a grayling um you know fin per just everything wicked um had an awesome session and then got to that stage where kind of 45 minutes before dark um thought well do you know what i'll get the perch rod out and um and have a little potch with the with the perch rod and within 20 minutes had a, a three pound perch on the bank as well so um you know <laughs> grayling into perch is certainly not something that i thought I would be, uh, I would be saying, um, but it's a, uh, it's a shame they weren't consecutive casts because that would have made for an interesting brace shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it really would have done that. Can you imagine the match shot on that? Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was kind of my last, um, my last session before lockdown, and then obviously the, the you know unbelievable two days that was uh, no fishing, kick up a stink. Um, everybody on facebook tearing each other to pieces which was always 
you know, in some in some cases amusing, in some cases highly worrying. I think um, you know, don't need to go into too much detail, but I guess you know, seeing people that were so ready to just ignore it, um, irrespective of whether or not you think it was a good idea, I didn't think it was the right decision, and hence why I think it then got um, kind of reneged on and they did a U-turn. But you know, for example, closed season fishing, we all stick to that. Um, season yep. fishing, we all stick to that. Um, it you know, made it made it feel like for 10 minutes that there was an awful lot of people out there that were just, you know, disregarding the rules. Um, and that, you know, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a weird time, wasn't it? But thanks to the Angling Trust, you know, they turned that around and gave us all the opportunity to, you know, come back together, be positive, be as highbrow as we always should be with angling and be the good examples that I think, you know, most anglers want to be and get back out on the bank locally all within 24 hours now that sounds like probably a year's worth of uh are we going to sack up the the closed season debate that was going on last year it's pretty much about that amount of controversy in a 24-hour period um <laughs> <laughs> probably was yeah like you get back yeah and i feel like you know i skirted around that that controversy quite nicely there brett um so <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to say any more words. <laughs> so you go, your turn. Um, yeah, but no. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not piling in on that one. You can, uh, you can take that talk, turn and run. <laughs> but like I said, it was, it was, a, it was a weird time, and you know, thanks to the good work, like we said, and I'll say it for the, for the last time. If you haven't already, go and check out their website. Look at joining. Imagine the work they could do when we're out of all of this craziness. When they've got an extra twenty thousand of us joined. Um, you know, there's lots of, of issues or, you know, future proofing of angling that we need, um, looking after stocks, um, you know, looking at all sorts of different projects that have gone on. Um, you know, I know we were talking about kind of the Avon Roach project and the Kennet Roach project and the stuff that they're doing on the, the Thames and the Barbel and, you know, various parts of the Seven and the Y and obviously what's going on in the trend. There's loads of places that need protecting and need, you know, looking after and something like the angling trust that is above and beyond what we get with the environment agency is, you know, I, I just don't see how it can be a bad thing. I think we've got a great set of people running it and look, if in four years time and we've all joined and they're, they're not kind of pulling their weight, then there'll be, there'll be conversations to be had, I guess. But I, I think we've got to give them a chance. And the only way to do that is to, is to get on the website, have a look at joining, go and have a look. Um, I think it's a good idea, and Brett also does too. I think we both also didn't join for a long time. We're all in the same in the same boat with it. Didn't really see why we would pay thirty quid for the EA and thirty quid for something we didn't have to join. And now I very much can see why. So that'd be my last my last thing about the Angling Trust. Would you agree, Brett? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, boxes ticked. I'm I'm a member as well, son. You know, you know this. You know You're this. Away. Um, yeah. I can't add any more, really. Can't yeah. add any more, any more to that. You what, so sorry? Are you getting a pasty? Is that why there was a break? Did you run away? You... <laughs> I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I thought yeah. you, bro you, bro you broke up a little bit then, I think. Did I? Did yeah. A little bit of a crackle. A little bit of a crackle. A little bit of a judder. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me uh right so talk <laughs> talk me through um your well so obviously post lockdown for us but um your welsh uh adventures after the fishing no fishing back to fishing announcement 
Hello? Oh, we are we are having some technical issues. I only heard like I only heard about three words of what you just said. Issues. There was a big long. I thought you were taking the mic. No, <laughs> that's my usual style. Yeah, but no, um, I believe you asked me. I said <laughs> I believe you asked me about my post lockdown or not really post lockdown because it's Wales. Yes, so talk, talk me through some more your some more of your perch. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's it's much more the same. Um, you know, I managed another another cracking uh, cracking much smaller, not much smaller, but smaller fish. Um, again on a ten gram chair rig goats in green pumpkin, oh. believe oh. it or not, a color which you know I've. It's literally the only green pumpkin packagey man I own, um, and well, it it was, but I've got some more on order. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so another another lovely fish. Um, from a different venue, pinched a little opportunity on uh, on some necessary travels. Um, conditions were horrendous, but I managed to find one in the end. So yeah, it was a, a beautiful fish. It's on the Instagram um, and some stunning new pictures out of the, the new camera, which incidentally is the reason that I've got this newfound or refound interest in editing I photographs. It. I love it. Christmas present, <laughs> Christmas present camera. We love a Christmas present camera. All those out there <laughs> that are interested, obviously, you know, I just take photos on my phone. But um, what camera is it? Uh, so it is a it's a Sony ZV-1. Um, it's a little bit more than just a stills camera. It's also suitable for sort of um, blogging, recording 4K footage. Um, you know, it comes with like a, a little dead cat sort of um, wind muffling device on top of the microphone on the top. So, um, you know, it's, it's clearly targeted at blogging and, you know, recording, recording footage. But uh, it takes an amazing photograph, um, nice big sensor on it, uh, shoots in raw format as well, which is essential if you want to if you want to really, you know, go uh, go deep on the process inside of things. So, yeah. Tick of the box from me. Buy one. <laughs> Hello? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You stopped. Uh, so that, for those that know, is what's going on. And I haven't got a clue about anything that Brett said. Apart from when he said raw, and I just wanted to go, rawr. But apart from, um, <laughs> apart from that, I've got nothing. They uh, they do. It does take a good photo, mind. It, they look absolutely awesome. It's definitely stepped up the... Uh, stepped up the game you might you might pull me from my uh my one plus 6t at some point but um at the moment i'm going to stick with the phone i'm too simple you know that i know and you just you just can't stand the idea of carrying no, something no, else can I I? if it doesn't fit in the vest it's not coming with me <laughs> <laughs> um so post lockdown for me again has been pretty crazy the last little bit you know once i found those fish it's uh it's it's been a bit nuts. So um, I obviously put up a post today with at six fish. The average of the six fish was three pound four ounce. Um, biggest two fish both at three pound fifteen. One was forty seven and a half centimeters. Um, what a fish! Mind what a fish. Nice bother fish. Of a fish. Do you know when you see one and you're like, I've seen a few now, and I'm like, I, the minute it turned, I was like four pounds. That's four pound. Put the net in yeah. it. I was like. <laughs> That is, that is massive. You know, just like, yep, like we do. Kind of, I wish I was talking to myself, but there was a, a group of kind of lads that were coming 
kind of up the river fishing and they witnessed the whole thing. Um, they actually stood behind me and watched me cast six casts in a row and catch six big specimen perch. I think they thought I was doing some sort of magic trick. Um, I'm pretty sure that that area is, is now got six guys um, in bivvies um, trying to find those fish again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy session. And those two fish were, you know, from a, it's, it's an area that I've, I've said it in my Instagram post would have completely overlooked if it hadn't been for this. And boy, am I glad that I've spent some time on it. So 315, one short and fat. Well, when I say short, 46 centimeters and fat and one long and thin, 47 yeah. and a half and both three pound 15. It does amaze me the way that they come out. And I think that's why I, I, I love it when people get annoyed about measuring fish or weighing fish, because personally, I think it's best to weigh and measure because it's the best thing for, like we've said, for keeping that record for yourself, because you know, when you, when you measure a fish at 46, 47, whatever your length is for your three pounders, four pounders, two pounders, whatever, you can put that on the mat, put it down and go, yeah, that's definitely, I've got to weigh that. Do you know, that's, that could be, yeah. that could be messy. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't do that, then I guess you're just robbing yourself of a bit of extra excitement. I think for me, and I'm pretty sure it's the same for you. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, there's been, you know, loads of fish that, you know, by eye, you think I'm probably not going to weigh that. And then you, you measure it and it comes out of 45 centimeters and you're like, this could be over three pounds less. Uh, yes, let's exactly. go on the scales. And the amount of times we've done that just before <laughs> we we're about to throw it back um, is yeah. crazy, isn't it? So, um, so yes, yeah, both yeah. of those fish, three pound fifteen. Um, it was nineteen pound eight ounce, six fish, six casts, um, and it was it was hilarious. At some point, I'll, I've got some footage of it, but I've I've literally got these guys talking to me the entire way through it. Um, and I'm talking back, explaining how to bounce a Ned rig along the bottom and just setting the hook <laughs> in fish after fish. Um, <laughs> it's just absolutely crazy. Um, unfortunately, I stopped recording for the big one, typically, because they were talking to me so much. Caught the big one and then started recording again. And, you know, so I've got some footage of it, but it was a crazy session. Amazing. So, like beyond my wildest expectations for the venue. And since then, obviously, my expectations have changed slightly. And uh, tonight, I've been back down and started the session off with a three-pound, eight-ounce lump. Um, beautiful fish, plump fish, short fat, like we've uh, like we said before. And uh, the yeah. next cast, straight over the same line, set the hook onto something much bigger. Big, big head shakes. Um, started kind of bringing it closer. You know, in my mind, I guess, still thinking three pound eight. Um, and there was a, a dog walker coming and he always talks to me as he comes along and he kind of says hello and whatever in various places. And I could see him coming and I was like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to have a, a big perch coming out. And there's people there. I want to enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. So that, at that point, I thought, you know, I'll tie yeah. it down on it. And I'll give it a bit of give it a bit of welly and I'll have it in the net before he before he gets there. So as I tightened down, it just kept going down um and just hugged the bottom and i was like oh this is a different different gravy altogether um so i kind of went to to put the net out and um as it was coming up to the surface it rolled on the surface and as you know like there's a very specific size profile to these four pounders and turned and i was like yeah oh wow um <laughs> and I, 
I had the net out, but I didn't have it like extended enough to to drive it underneath the fish. So if I'd driven it, it would have just like folded in my hand. I just left it floating there. I was going to bring it up onto the net. Yeah. So as I turned its head to bring it up onto the net, it looked took one look at the net and just went, nah, I'm not having that, and dived straight underneath the net. So I've got my net in my left hand, rod in my right hand. The rod has gone over the top of the net, and the fish is now underneath the net hole. So then I had to shimmy the net back out, take it round the loop in the line, put it back through, brought it up again, it dived down again. Um, it was a crazy fight, genuinely very powerful, very heavy. Um, rolled it into the net. And, uh, and pretty much as the, the dog walker got to me and, um, I, I just put the net down, put the rod down, looked up, um, as if nothing had <laughs> happened. Um, and <laughs> was kind of hoping he was just going to keep walking. And he, he said, uh, said, Oh, that's, that's, that's a big one, isn't it? I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Obviously at that stage, the, the thing's still in the net. I haven't unhooked it. It's only been in there 10 seconds. And I thought, you know what, I better, you know, get it out and unhook it. So I, put my hand down into the water and <laughs> lifted it up. And I was like, oh no, that is actually massive. Um, pop the, obviously pop the hook out, um, put the, uh, put the fish on the scales and um, it rolled, rolled around to uh, four pound and three ounces. And my fourth ever of all time, um, four pound perch, which is crazy <laughs> considering it was what, well, I mean, we spoke before I went out, it was probably 45 minutes between conversations, do you reckon? How long? Probably what? I would say yeah, maybe roughly, a little bit yeah. longer in terms of me getting in my car. And But by the time I text you, would say it all, all yeah. happened. Um, and on the way down, I actually said to you, I'm going down to blank. Yeah, and um, what was it? You what did you say to me exactly? Was that? Oh, I'll give you a call back in in well five minutes. Yeah, when, when I'm, I'm returning to the car because I blanked. Because you know the rivers, the rivers high, the rivers brown, <laughs> and again it's finding the slacks, fishing through the slacks. There was probably half a foot of visibility. I fished June bug bugs on a um, on the new TT lures um, weedless Ned and uh, Ned locks, I think they're called, and it was just perfect you know it was you just couldn't have asked for an easier easier route to, to those types of fish obviously the searching had been done and the the recon had been done and finding those fish before had given me the confidence to go back and going back tonight you know if the river had been in good condition i would have been really confident um you know obviously we've got decent weather today it's relatively stable fast um but there was a lot of flow and I guess, mm -hmm. you know, those fish have been sat in that slack waiting to eat all day. And, um, unfortunately they still haven't eaten. Um, they ended up, <laughs> they ended up um, <laughs> in the net. So, uh, so yeah, completely blowing my mind to be honest, mate. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll put the, the post out tomorrow. Um, but just an absolute unit of a fish, crazy, crazy fish. I just love that, you know, you've rocked down there and, you know, bad conditions quotation marks and what happens happened you know is just just go ignore the weather man i think just, just go I, I you're right. <laughs> and we've said it. you know it's easy to get down like I, i'm the worst for it where i'm like you know now i'm like oh i can't i don't want to go today you know it's hard to get out blah, blah 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 um but two hours get out there you know where you're going you know what the likely spots are just regular short sessions 
there's no secret to it, is there? And yeah. it's, it's just the secret is there is no secret. The only secret is that there's hard work, and it is. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> that, you know, there's it's luck of the draw, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, lot yeah. of repetition, lot repetition, of repetition, like many of my jokes. Um, <laughs> king, king, king of repetition. Um, so yes, so that was that was my evening this evening. Um, I, uh, I'm aware that we're coming to to the end of our our time on this particular episode. I mean, we could, as you've probably seen from our previous uh, podcasts, and now we could literally talk the hind legs off a donkey until the cows come home, or however that phrase goes. I'm pretty sure that's multiple phrases in one, but quick one. Um, I think I know your answer, but lure of the week, Brett, go for it. Lure of the week, um, it's got to be the goats in green, green pumpkin, pumpkin for me. There we go. So I'm pretty sure your last lure of the yeah. week was a goats as well. So I think I'm going to challenge you to uh, to tr- you know get a different lure of the week for the next for the next one. Um, oh, well, I mean, no to problem. be fair, no it's problem. only a light challenge. <laughs> if it is still the goats, then it is still the goats. Um, I almost went with the goats, but I'm going to go with the new heavy skirted Ned rig that you found, you absolute genius, on the Z-Man website and got um, Z-Man UK <laughs> to bring them into the country. Um, heavier than the three and a half um, <laughs> gram ones. I think they're about six gram um, fished with a yeah. standard TRD, no messing around, finesse TRD, um, absolute slayer. And I am also challenging myself to find a different combination because boy is it good so <laughs> that is that's the <laughs> of the week um quick one we've we've both got you've got this week's angling times i've got last week's angling times um talk me through your catches of the week um from this week's angling times i think we both know that the uh, the initials are probably sd um oh 100 i mean you know as soon as as soon as this magazine dropped on my uh, my doormat, I was just like, "Wow, yeah. look at that fish! Big three pounds. Was it three pound eight ounce yeah. roach? It's just <laughs> biblical. <laughs> what? <laughs> biblical. <laughs> what a what fish! A fish. Um, and what a just a perfect photo. You know, sun shining. The thing just looks just. Yeah, I mean, you can see why my goal is to try and try and get on. On, I've never even really seen a roach anywhere near that type of stamp. You know, it's just what a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and taking obviously yeah. the the red fins of the perch and uh, and going on a completely different direction with it. I mean, what a stunning creature! <laughs> yeah, it is uh, just an amazing animal. They're just so so beautiful in there. That silver flank, those that reticulation of the scales. When one's in good condition, they yeah, are just 100%. exquisite. Um, cool. Is there any other ones in there? I think I'm just gonna on the week before. There was a couple of massive pike, thirty-six pound five ounce Stephen Ayres. Um, that that's big a pike. <laughs> um, pretty sure. I know there was an, a thirty. I mean, I was about to say, oh god, there's a thirty-five pounder. Um, Ross Snedden got a Drennan for thirty-five pound pike. Um, and James Champkin, a four pound seven ounce um, per as well. I mean, beautiful, beautiful oh. fish. There's also there's a um, there's a ginger um, kid in there. Looks a little bit like Simon Pegg, um, and uh, he's got a one pound dace. 
is, uh, oh, is um, what's his, his name? His name is. Uh, oh, I did. I actually, thought, I actually thought it was Simon Pegg. Oh, no, it's Adam yeah. Jones. It's Adam Jones. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, oh, well, there's right, also Simon Daly with a, yeah. another haul of roach as well. Um, crazy. crazy. He is throwing them out, think, isn't he? Um, <laughs> I, I need to. I need to find out a little bit more about Simon and uh, and where where he's fishing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Cool, man. Well, so very, very last quick thing. I mean, we've we've gone. Ben's going to be really happy because obviously he's got plenty to listen to. I imagine you know forty eight minutes is stretching out, but we'll uh, we'll go very, very shortly. Your next session. I know we're both looking at flooded nightmare scenarios at the moment, but what's your next mission? Very, very quickly. Um, sure. I think it's going to be a bit of uh, a bit more of the same. To be honest, I'm just going to try it in every different yeah. condition possible. Um, you know, the venue has has coloured up considerably um, because of the rainfall. It doesn't flood, but you yeah, know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think I'm going to spend a lot more time on the canal. <laughs> I will still be trying out the river. Obviously, I've proved tonight that you can still do it, and obviously with those fish as well. But I think we're going to have a, a day or so of it rising. So you know, most likely the canal, um, yeah. maybe, you know, I'll, I'll give the, the roach um, and the dace a little go as well before our next podcast, which will be next week. Um, probably similar time Friday next week. Um, so watch out for that. Thank you so much, everybody, for, for coming and listening to another one of our, our musings of an evening. Um, I am Adam Jones. Yes. I'm Brett Davis. Thank you very much for listening, folks. Um, (laughs) Thanks, guys. And we will speak to you on the next one. Until next time, stay safe, stay local and tight lines for your next adventure. Thanks a lot, everyone.